0: The Take Imperfect Perfect Action Podcast, and today I'm going to talk about how to deal with anxiety and those pesky anxious thoughts in your business. So, if you find yourself feeling just a bit of anxiety when it comes to being a boss and running your business, then stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the Take and Perfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison, and I've been running my own businesses full time for the last ten years, which has allowed me to uplevel my life. My finances and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact. Then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello, friends. It is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Welcome to another delightful episode of the Take Imperfect Action podcast. Or if you are a first time listener, welcome to your first ever episode. I am thrilled to have you here. Wherever you are listening, however many episodes you've listened to thus far, I hope you are having a beautiful day today. We are officially in May. At the time of this recording, it is May 5th. And I am just, I am like boggled because think about this. May comes before June. And June is the sixth month in the year. And that means we are almost officially halfway through the year. Like what what the heck? I can barely even say that because I'm just so boggled by it. Like, how are we already halfway through the year? I don't know where time has gone. I swear that this crazy pandemic of a time we're going through right now is doing weird things with time. It's like some weird wormhole, black hole. I don't know what's happened, but I don't know how we're already to May, but. Regardless of my little time rant, I hope that you are having a delightful start to your May. I am doing great still, still self-quarantining, still, uh, you know, doing the uh, self-social distancing thingy, so but doing good, doing good. Sitting here in my apartment, safe and sound, with my coffee and my cat, Mr. Purry. By the way, for those of you who have been listeners for a while or followers for a while, you know my cat, Mr. Purry. Well, it was his birthday yesterday and he is officially eight years old. Oh, so happy birthday, Mr. Purry. Okay, so anyway, let's get into today's topic because I am really looking forward to what we are going to be discussing today, which is how to deal with anxiety in your business and those anxious thoughts that might be kind of constantly popping up in your mind. And I have a nice, long history of anxiety. I've definitely talked about it before on this podcast. In fact, I did an entire episode all about anxiety and how I uh, stopped 20 years worth of chronic anxiety. So if you would like to listen to that episode, that was actually one of the very first episodes that I did on this podcast. It is episode number 12. And I will link that for you below in the show notes, because I will be talking about some stuff that I don't talk about in today's episode. But as you can tell from that podcast episode title, I have a very long history with anxiety, just generalized anxiety Basically, the short of it is, um, I've always been kind of like a, you know, Type A personality. Um, not high strung. I've definitely gotten like way more relaxed now in my thirties. But maybe I was a little high strung um, in my like teenage years, which is kind of where it started. But basically the catalyst was my mom passed away when I was 15 and that started me down a long journey of anxiety and that manifested in different ways. I had um, eating disorders at one point, I had really bad OCD, not the kind that people you know use lightly. I know that term gets thrown around a lot, but it was the type where it was like I had this weird routine that I had to do every day when I got home from work. It was like I had to vacuum the whole apartment and I had to check the door a certain amount of times and do all these crazy things. Uh, to give myself some sort of comfort i had hives that would break out on my body panic attacks the whole nine yards and all of that to say is that really for 20 years anxiety was basically my normal it was my base point so sometimes it was like a slow burning anxiety but it was still there it was just like a low anxiety and then of course other times it was just like an off the charts anxiety uh, panic attack level but anxiety was my baseline. That was my normal. And so when I did feel peaceful, for example, that was not normal. That was like a spot, a little blip on the map of like a thousand miles. <laughs> so anxiety used to be my normal. So we we have had a long relationship. But as I said, I did manage to end my 20 years with anxiety, which you can go listen to episode number 12. But I wanted to do another episode on anxiety because... You know i'm human and i still have periods of anxiety and this time of the um pandemic has led to a little bouts of anxiety and it's funny now because because my baseline is now not anxiety i would say my baseline is feelings of peace which is amazing Um, But that means that when I am feeling anxious, I can tell immediately. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Like, I am feeling off, and so I'm able to catch it really quick and I'm able to deal with it. And so, I wanted to talk specifically about work-related anxiety, um how to deal with it as an entrepreneur. Um and that was just kind of brought on by the pandemic because, you know, because that's where we are right now. But I would say I was at the peak of my work anxiety back in 2016 and 2017. That was a time where Um, I was hustling my booty off and I was working like 12 plus hour days and I was bringing in money and I was bringing good money, but I honestly wasn't enjoying it at all. I was super anxious all the freaking time. And the money really didn't matter to me at the time. Like, looking back, I'm like, wow, like, I really didn't care about the money at all because I was so focused on these big, audacious goals that the money I was making was like nothing to me. Like, I really didn't appreciate it at the time. And I was so just filled with anxiety over my big goals that I had to hit because everyone else that I saw seemingly was hitting these giant goals, and I must be a failure if I can't hit them too. That's where my head was at. So I was like, like in a constant state of anxiety and I was overworking myself to death because I thought the more that I worked the more money that I would make the more that the sooner I would finally hit those giant goals and the sooner I would finally be a successful business owner in my mind I know that it's really convoluted um, but that was a time where I was going through a lot a lot of intense work related anxiety and so the I would say oh gosh what what day are we on now it was about a week no it was like two weeks ago i had a period of anxiety uh, over my business just something small but it, it was noticeable to me and i it was for a couple hours of just intense anxiety and so i broke out all of my tools to kind of deal with that and i went from feeling like a super anxious hot mess we're talking bawling in the shower going over to my bed bawling on my bed just like feeling like i'm about to suffocate to completely just 180, relaxed, calm, um, all of that by using some handy tools or things uh, that I'm going to share with you in today's episode. So I hope that you find them helpful and let's just dive in. I have actually, I actually have a list of ways. Let me just look at that really quick. Um, Six. I think I have six different things, six different tools to share with you today. I don't know whether to call them ways or tools or whatever, but six things that you can do to really help with the anxiety that maybe you are feeling, whether that's right now or maybe you can have them in your tool belt for in the future when anxiety does pop up. So the first thing I will say before we even get into this at all is to start paying attention to how you feel because that is the number one prerequisite to dealing with anxiety. You first have to realize that you're anxious in the first place. And I know that might sound a little silly, but for me, like I said, I had chronic anxiety. That was my natural, normal state. That was my baseline for basically two decades. And so the majority of the time, I didn't even realize I was anxious because for me, that was normal. It wasn't until I started doing all the inner work and all of that, which I do talk about in the episode I mentioned, episode 12, it wasn't until that anxiety was no longer my normal state that I began to notice it. And so you first have to start by actively paying attention to how you're feeling on a day to day basis on an hour by hour basis. So what I would recommend if you're kind of just getting started, if you're not in the habit of really just taking a second to paying attention to how you feel is to just maybe set a timer on your phone for once an hour to go off where you will, when that timer goes off, check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. So check in with your thoughts. Where are your thoughts? Are they anxiety thoughts? Are they things that are causing you anxiety? Uh, What about your physical feelings? Are you, you know, are you relaxed? Are your muscles relaxed? Or are you feeling anxious? Maybe your heart's beating really fast or your palms are sweaty. Mom, spaghetti. Sorry, tangent. Um, Kudos to if you got the um, quote that I just sung right there. Uh, But check in with yourself and how you're feeling once an hour, because when you do this, you're gonna start becoming really aware of how you're actually feeling so that when you are feeling anxious, you can pinpoint, oh, I'm feeling anxious, no wonder I'm feeling kind of crappy. And then you can actually do something about it. So if you're like me and anxiety is maybe your baseline or you're not in the habit of paying attention to how you feel, then set an alarm on your phone once an hour and it will only take you two seconds to just check in with yourself, check in with your thoughts and check in with your physical sensations. So. When you do that, and let's say you check in and you're feeling some anxiety, ah, well, let's talk about how you can deal with that anxiety. So the first thing I would suggest is to change how you view anxiety in the first place. So we have this tendency as a society to view certain emotions as negative. You know, anger would be negative and depression is negative and anxiety is negative. But in reality, they're just emotions. They don't have to be negative. I mean, sure, they don't feel good. They're low vibration, if you want to talk in the the realm of vibration, but they're just emotions. And every emotion has kind of its opposite, right? Like there couldn't be happiness without sadness, uh, you know? So there, there couldn't be energized without tired, or I don't know, that's more of a physical state, but you get what I'm saying. So like, there's, a, like, there's like a, a uh i'm i'm like blanking out i have a picture in my head that i'm trying to describe like picture like a line and on one end is happiness on the opposite end of that line is sadness they're both the same emotion but just different levels almost so they each have their their counterpart so i would challenge you to instead of viewing being anxious as bad or viewing anxiety as uh negative just start seeing it as a neutral emotion. And in fact, you could even say that, oh, I'm feeling anxious. You could start calling that nervous excitement and that nervous excitement is there because you care. You care about the things that happen in your business. You care about your audience. You care about yourself. Most of the time when we're feeling anxious, it's because we're thinking of something in the future. We're thinking of something that may or may not happen ultimately that's really what causes anxiety and so uh you're doing that because you care you know you want to make your business work because you care about it you want to serve the people that you, you know, that are in your audience because you care about them you want to make your business work because you have a family and you care about them and you want to take care of them all of the things are all revolve around you caring and so i would say start by just changing your view of anxiety. You know, take off the bad, the, the bad villain cap from anxiety and just view it as neutral or even as nervous excitement. If you're anxious, be like, whoo, alright. I'm like, I'm like nervously excited right now because I care. I don't know why, but just starting that to begin with helps because there's no longer this, like, oh, like it's bad, I'm anxious today. It's just it's taking away that negativity from the anxiety state. And then the next thing is to notice the physical sensations. So kind of like when I was talking about earlier, starting to pay attention to how you feel. But when you're feeling anxious, uh, when you stop and suddenly just pay attention to what is actually going on in your physical body when you're feeling anxious, it somehow magically takes some of the power away. So for you, anxiety might be a knot in your stomach. Or maybe it's your heart beating extra fast. Maybe it is sweaty palms. Maybe it's all of the above. For me, it's usually a combination of like a feeling of weight on my chest combined with a fluttering heart. And when I am really anxious, it feels like my throat is swollen. It legit feels like my throat (laughs) doubles in size. But by stopping for just a moment when you're feeling anxious to just pause and pay attention to each physical sensation. One by one is a really powerful way because for starters, the more you pay attention to the physical sensations, like stop paying attention to anxiety as a whole. But when you narrow in on the specific, Physical sensations one by one, and you pay attention to those hard. You just narrow all your focus into each physical sensation, it will eventually begin to dissipate. Each physical sensation will begin to dissipate, and it's also really powerful because when you do this, you realize, Oh, I'm actually fine, I'm not in danger, I'm not dying even though sometimes it might feel like if you're having like a panic attack, for instance, I've had those, it it legit feels like you might be having like a heart attack, for example, but you're safe. It's a panic attacks aren't fun, but you're safe. You're not dying, you're not in danger. They're just lovely physical sensations uh, that you're experiencing and there's nothing bad about them. It's just your body's way of trying to protect you. And so for me, this is really powerful. Anytime I'm feeling anxious, I take a second to notice each physical sensation one by one just kind of like I'm a bystander like oh heart I see what you're doing you're fluttering a little more okay I mean that's cool I know you're trying to keep me safe you know go for it go for it till you need to it's cool and I'll just kind of focus in on it and then I'll go through each physical sensation I will narrow my attention onto it and what starts to happen is it starts to kind of go away it's kind of like oh, is it called exposure therapy? I'm probably butchering the term, but there's like a common therapy type, for example, that uh, therapists use for OCD patients where if they are terrified of, let's say, touching the door handle, for example, without you know a glove because they're afraid of germs, well, the therapist will have them just flat out touch the dirtiest doorknob they can get their hands on, and they will have them touch the doorknob And at first, it's going to be excruciating for the patient, for the person with OCD. They're they're literally going to think they're dying. The germs are going to kill them. But the longer they have to keep their hand on that doorknob and they see that uh, it's not actually killing them, the the more that their anxiety starts to just kind of lower. And eventually it goes from a 10 to like a 1 or even a 0. And so it's kind of the same concept is that you're just kind of being neutral and you're viewing these physical sensations and noticing that they're not hurting you, they're not harming you, they're just there. So that is, uh, or was that number two? Yeah, that was way number two. The next thing that you can do when you're feeling anxious is this is just a little tidbit, but don't say I'm anxious because when you stick, anything you stick after the words uh, I am has a lot of power because I am is is you on the identity level. And so when you're saying I am anxious, you are to your subconscious literally saying I am anxiety. That is a part of my identity. And so when you keep saying I am anxious over and over and over again, the more you repeat it, the more your subconscious hears it, and the more your subconscious is gonna go, oh, Huh, okay, cool. Your anxiety. All right, that's that's our identity. So uh, let me let me give you more things to be anxious about. And so that's not what you want. You don't want to keep perpetuating the situation. And so and this just goes for anything, not just anxiety, but really anything that you don't want. Do not stick after I am. So if you don't want to be sad, for example, don't always say to yourself, I am sad. Uh, Say, I am feeling sad uh, because it really is powerful. I will talk more in a second about the subconscious because I could nerd about that all day. But just trust me when I say that when you stick things after I am, if they are not things that you want, uh, then you don't want to do it. So (laughs) because you're ingraining them into your body software. So moving in that direction, moving on to the fourth thing, start to say affirmations daily and with feeling. So I don't need to tell you what affirmations are, you probably heard about them at this point, but just in case, they're essentially uh, positive and empowering phrases that you can say. And they're really popular, you probably see them all over places like Instagram, little pretty quote graphics with today's affirmation, I am blah blah blah, or today I choose to be blah blah blah. But affirmations really can be powerful when you say the affirmations repeatedly, multiple times a day, and you say them with emotion and feeling behind them. So when you say affirmations, if you just say it with no emotion whatsoever, then it's really not gonna help you. Um, But if you want them to actually do their magic, saying them repeatedly, multiple times a day, for like a couple weeks, with emotion behind what you're saying is going to have an impact because when you do that you are literally programming them into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is of course the portion of your mind that you are unaware of and everyone has one and your subconscious mind is also responsible for 90% of your reality and it automates a big portion of you. Your subconscious mind is in in control of your beliefs, your emotions, your intuition, your imagination, your long-term memory, um, your involuntary actions, and it can perform literally trillions of tasks at one time. It is extremely powerful. Think of yourself, I like the analogy, I don't remember where I originally heard it, But think of yourself like a computer, like your body is a computer and your subconscious is the software that you have running on it. Well, unfortunately, most people have really outdated software in their subconscious because your subconscious essentially gets programmed by the time you're seven years old. So when you are between the ages of being a newborn and the age of seven, you are extremely impressionable. But unfortunately, like I said, that means that we all have a lot of outdated software that is not serving us uh, and then of course you know when you have things like beliefs that are not serving you ingrained into you that is going to completely uh drive your actions because your beliefs are kind of the root and then what you believe is going to reser- result in you taking certain actions So it's really important to put good stuff into your subconscious and affirmations are just one of the ways that you can do that. And now specifically for anxiety, because that's what we're talking about today, specifically for anxiety, when you take the time to reprogram certain beliefs into your subconscious, certain positive and empowering beliefs, those beliefs will eventually become your new baseline and they will affect you on a physical level because your subconscious also runs your uh, autonomic nervous system which basically controls everything so for instance if your subconscious holds the belief that you're an anxious person let's say you keep on saying over and over or thinking to yourself over and over i am anxious i am anxious i am anxious oh i'm such an anxious person i am anxious i am anxious i'm anxious if it hears that Consistently, it is going to be like, okay, got it. We are anxious. Let's do this. I'm going to give you some more things to be anxious about. Let's keep let's keep the party going. So when you take the time to reprogram new beliefs in there, and you do it consistently, like I said, daily, multiple times with feeling and emotion, that's really important. Otherwise, subconscious ain't going to hear you. You got to show it some emotion and some feeling. But when you do that and you're, you're saying your affirmations in a relaxed state, then it's going to eventually soak into your subconscious and that's going to become your new baseline. And so that is one of the things that I did to actually end 20 years worth of chronic anxiety. It's, I talked about it a little bit in episode number 12, but it's really powerful. And this is how I was able to kind of go from anxiety being my uh, all the time state to just uh, now feelings of peace as my normal state, is I, I took the time to reprogram the wiring in my brain and it's and my subconscious, and it affected my body on a chemical level. It is just, it is just crazy. So affirmations, really powerful. Now, of course, they're a little more of a long-term thing. You can't just reprogram your subconscious. Well, you can, I would say, just if it's like an extreme situation, you can reprogram your subconscious with something new in a single moment. That is how it gets programmed, is when there's something that's really impactful to you that really affects you emotionally. Um, but in general, it will take you know a little bit of consistently. It might take a couple of weeks of saying these affirmations repeatedly, every day with feeling. Have I said that enough yet? But short term, they do make you feel better almost instantly. So I would say this is a great short term and long-term solution to helping reduce your anxiety. Uh, but obviously, the more passionately you say them, the better you're going to feel. And the more often that you do this <coughs> daily, the more that it is going to help you actually make those new beliefs be your baseline. And then it will affect you on a chemical level, which is really, really cool. Side note, if you want to learn more about this nerdy stuff, check out Dr. Joe Dispenza. I, that is what got me down to the rabbit hole of subconscious and you know, all the things and how your mind affects your body chemistry and all of that stuff. That is who I really attribute to helping me end my anxiety. There were other things, of course, but he was a huge, huge player in that. So if you're interested, definitely check out his stuff. He has a show called Rewired. Um, I don't know where you can find it. There is a service that I use called Gaia. It's almost, it's like Netflix, but for like metaphysical and woo woo and meditation and yoga and holistic health type stuff, it's really awesome. So you could check that out. It might be available somewhere else, I'm not sure. Or he also has a book called Becoming Supernatural, which is freaking awesome. So you can check that out as well. So anyway, going back to affirmations, some of the affirmations that I like to say in the morning and they change depending on how I feel. So like it's important to say affirmations that ring true for you or you know what you're kind of trying to work on, what you're going through. So of course, like say the ones that you want to put into your subconscious, the ones that were the ones that will help you the most. But some of the ones that I like to say regularly are I am safe, especially right now if you're feeling any sort of anxiety over not just your business, but maybe the pandemic. I am safe. uh, In relation to business, I like to say, I always get the results that I want or the lesson that I need, because that's totally true. If you didn't get the results you want, there's a golden nugget of a lesson in there. Um, I am always on the right path, and I also believe that to be true. And if you don't right now, that's okay, say it enough daily, multiple times with feeling. Have I said that enough yet? Say it enough and you will believe it eventually. And also my success is inevitable. And this is the one that I contribute to me never giving up. Like, look, I have been in business for a long time Uh, a full-time entrepreneur for over 10 years. And I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot of flops, a lot of failures, and I have never given up, never given up. Why? Because I believe deep down in my being, to the core of my soul, that my success is inevitable. And so if that is a belief you would like to take on, do the affirmations. Um, But these also really help with anxiety. So I got off on a little bit of a tangent on that one, but affirmations can be really powerful. You just have to do them Uh, the right way because just posting them on Instagram isn't going to do you any good really Um, it might help give some people a little bit of good feelings but in general if you really want them to be effective you've got to use them as a tool that you are using daily okay let's see what was the next thing oh yes thing number five so when you're feeling anxious especially about your business I like to do this um, or just in life or anything get out the worst case scenario on the paper. So if you are feeling anxious about something, cause like I said, if you're feeling anxious, you're likely thinking about something in the future, whether something is or isn't gonna happen, and you're going over something in your mind. So instead of continually replaying it in your mind and letting it clog up your mind and create this big ball of just blah, get out the worst case scenario that you can think of onto paper. And once you've written that worst case scenario down for whatever situation that you're thinking about, whatever is causing you the anxiety, think of the worst case scenario, actually write it down on paper, that's very important, because like I said, got to get it out of that mind, let it it not continue to clog up your mind. But once you get it down on the paper, come up with a kind of like a, just a simple plan of what you will do if that worst case scenario should happen like write out the worst case scenario and then write out a simple plan or just like a little, even beginnings of a plan of what you will do should that happen. And then you're gonna be like, oh, cool. Like I don't really need to think about this because I already got the worst case scenario done on paper and I already know what I'm gonna do, if that should happen, and so now I don't need to constantly think about it. And this is so, so, so powerful. I actually did this last week when I was telling you earlier that I had one of my, I had an anxiety bout and I was like, cried in the shower. I'm not saying that for, it's almost funny now. But anyway, I was thinking of a particular situation and I wrote down the worst case scenario on paper, just like I'm telling you, and I wrote it down and then I wrote down like a plan and then I stuck it in my desk drawer so that anytime my mind is tempted to think about it because it likes to obsess sometimes still, I will pull out that paper and I will just glance at it and be like, oh yeah, like I don't even need to worry about it because I already have a plan for how it's gonna happen. So this is a really powerful tool, especially if your anxiety is strong. So I would say this is the best when you are especially anxious over a particular situation. Now, I do wanna say it's important to not focus on that situation of which you, the outcome that you don't wanna have happen, which is why you're anxious, don't just focus on that all the time. So, kind of the point of this. Of writing it down in the worst case scenario is to get it out of your mind so that you don't have to think about it Because I do believe that the more you focus on something the more you are gonna just make that shiz more likely to happen So if you focus on that worst case scenario all the freaking time guess what it might happen because you that's what that's all You're focused on and that's gonna start driving your actions and if you believe in law of attraction, which I totally do then Yeah, so you don't wanna just focus on it. You want to get it down on paper so that you don't have to think about it because it's on the paper. And if you need to look at it, you can pull it out once a day. That, I would say that should be your limit once a day if you need to look at it for comfort. So allow yourself that once a day look and then put it away and know that it is taken care of. And it's most likely not gonna happen, but like I said, makes you feel better. Okay, and then the next thing to do when you are feeling anxious, feeling anxious in your business, because I know that as an online business owner, or even if your business isn't online, there's just a lot of things that come with being an entrepreneur. You are essentially in control of it all. And while that is very exciting, and there's a lot of freedom to that, it can also be anxiety inducing because you're like, it's all up to me. I gotta do everything. I don't have anyone forcing me to get up in the morning. I don't have anyone looking over my shoulder, or making sure things get done. I don't have anyone telling me what to do unless you have like a coach or something and they're telling you what to do. Um, but essentially you're running it all. And so if you are feeling anxious in your business, I just want you to remember, and I've said this before, but I will say it again. All of the real growth happens outside of your comfort zone and being outside of your comfort zone feels freaking uncomfortable and it is likely going to cause you anxiety. Your mind wants to keep you safe. And so basically anything outside of your comfort zone is unknown and therefore to your mind, it is not safe. And so your mind is gonna be coming up with all the worst case scenarios because it's like, whoa, 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 we're not in our comfort zone bubble, like what is happening? Something, Something's happening, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'll, oh, oh crap, I'm gonna come up with the worst case scenario and it's gonna start flipping the F out. Think of your mind like a friend who's really well intentioned, but has the tendency to maybe, completely overreact and blow things out of proportion the next time you start having anxious thoughts uh, pretend that your mind is this overreactive friend of yours you can even give your mind a name separate yourself from your mind because you are not your thoughts you are the thinker of your thoughts take a step back and say look mind let's say I've named my mind Lucy so say look Lucy I appreciate that you're trying to keep me safe, but you're overreacting just a bit. If you would uh, like to do what is best for us, how about you just take a few deep breaths and calm yourself down? I appreciate you, I know you're concerned, but we are safe. Honestly, I do this, it's really, it's really powerful and i do suggest giving your mind a name because when it go like it's so easy to separate yourself because you're not your mind your mind is a tool and it's there to keep you safe essentially and so it does overreact and it does like to try and think of every possible worst case scenario why is so that it can keep you safe when you give it a mind or when you give it a name when it starts overthinking you can separate yourself and be like okay look blankety blank blank you need to calm down and you're able to look at it from a place of these are, these are not, these thoughts are not me. And that's a really powerful realization because you are not your thoughts. You are the thinker of your thoughts. You can choose any thought you want. So take that control back, dag nabbit. Tell your mind who's boss and tell it, you know, take a deep, take a few deep breaths. Let's calm down and then choose a different thought to think about. One that is going to make you feel good. You know, think about, think about your furry pet friend that makes you so happy or think about your son or your daughter or your partner, or think about your niece. I love to think about my niece cause she's the most adorable thing ever. Think of anything that is going to make you feel good. Okay. Well, that is kind of all I wanted to go over today because uh, there are a ton of other things you can do to help with anxiety, but if I go over them all, this episode is going to be a bajillion hours long and I do try to keep my episodes somewhat short and actionable, but of course, there are other things you can do to relieve anxiety like exercise, just a little side note, of course, like exercise helps almost instantaneously. So if you're feeling anxious, whether it's about your business or just anything in general, get yourself moving, something that you enjoy, go for a run, go for a walk, dance in your living room, go climb a wall. I don't know, but get your body moving, get the sweat pumping, and it's going to make you feel better almost instantly. And then of course, meditation, which I talk a lot about in episode number 12. So I won't talk about it here, but if you are interested in learning more ways about, you know, how to heal and uh, get rid of your anxiety, go listen to episode number 12. I will link it for you below in the show notes. Okay, so let's do a quickie recap of how to deal with anxiety in your business. And also this will help just in general. Number one, change how you view anxiety. So stop seeing it as the bad guy, as a negative thing, just come from it as a new, as a at a neutral perspective, maybe even thinking of it as nervous excitement because you care. Number two, notice the physical sensations. So start paying attention to how you feel, set that timer for once an hour, and if you are feeling anxious, narrow your focus in onto each individual physical sensation, really focus in hard on it from like a neutral perspective, like, oh, hey, cool, and it'll start to dissipate. Number three, don't say I am anxious because anything you stick after I am is you on the identity level. And when you do that over and over, it programs your subconscious to literally give you that. And if you don't want more anxiety, say I am feeling anxious right now. I am feeling anxious, uh, physical sensations right now. Something that is not I am. Number four, say affirmations daily and with Feeling These are good for short-term and for long-term. If you want just like an instant boost, if you say an affirmation and you truly say it with heart and feeling, it will make you feel a little better almost instantly, but to have the most powerful effect, do them daily, multiple times a day with feeling, and you will eventually program these into your subconscious. It's gonna change you on a chemical level, which is really freaking cool. And yes, so affirmations can be really powerful. Um, And then, (laughs) Number five, get out the worst case scenario onto paper. So think about whatever situation, write it down on paper, worst case, come up with a plan for how you'll deal with it, and then give yourself permission to look at it once a day if you're feeling anxious. And then number six, remember that all of the real growth happens outside of your comfort zone. It's a sign that you are growing and being outside of your comfort zone feels really freaking uncomfortable. So if you wanna get your mind under control, give it a name, step back from it when it's being really anxious and tell it to calm the F down. So now it is time to take action. I want you to choose just one thing to try from this list the next time you're feeling anxious. Um, And if you would like to go the extra mile, you could do something like for example, create an anxiety jar where you have like a jar that is full of just all the different things that you can do, things like we just talked about, you know, each one written down on a little piece of paper, put into the jar, and so when you're feeling anxious, you could just draw something from that jar and do it. Or maybe you have like a little anxiety checklist on your phone where anytime you're feeling anxious, you have a list of things that you can do to pull, like pull from and implement right then on the spot to help you feel better. So that's actually what I did in the beginning. I had a checklist on my phone. Anytime that I was feeling anxious, I looked at it and I picked one thing and I did it right then and there. Also, before I sign off today, in case you have been hiding under a rock um, or in, and you haven't heard the announcement that I've made on the last couple of podcast episodes, or if this is your first episode, like I said, welcome. But my friend, I have got a very special announcement that I do not want you to miss, which is why I have announced it several times. And that is, I've currently got an amazing free gift that my real-life friend and mentor, James Wedmore, is letting me share with you so that you can get your business up and running and making sales in no time. And if you listen to episode number 12, which is the episode about how I ended 20 years with chronic anxiety, which I've mentioned several times already, if you listen to that episode, you're going to hear me mention James Wedmore because he is the guy who I have uh, been mentored by. I hired him as my business coach at the end of 2017, and he's the one who got me into the inner work, which led to me ending my 20 years worth of chronic anxiety. So he has been a huge huge catalyst for massive growth for me, both, you know, in my external business results and also in my internal, in my internal world, which of course directly affects your external world. So anyway, all of this to say is that he has created an amazing mini course that he is letting me share with you for free. It is a 14 video mini course that is gonna walk you through how to get your first 100 leads, AKA email subscribers, ASAP so that A, you've got an audience to sell to, and B, you have an audience, people on your list, who actually want to buy from you because having a big old email list does not mean anything if it is filled with people who are not engaged with you and are not turning into paying customers. And so in this mini course, you're gonna get walked through everything that you need to do to get real engaged human beings that actually want to buy whatever it is that you sell on your email list. And you're also gonna learn why most email list building methods that you hear about uh, actually don't work and they waste a crap ton of your time. And I look, I have watched this mini course myself. And first of all, I can vouch that A, it's amazing. All of his content is amazing. That's why I made the biggest investment of my life to hire him as my business coach back in 2017. <laughs> but also you wanna watch it because it goes into some of the methods that don't work. And these are methods that I myself did when I first got started that wasted a crap ton of my time. Like it grew my list, but it didn't pay off and it took months and months and months. So go dive into this mini course, it is free right now as of at the time of this recording, May 2020, I don't know how much longer that it's going to be free, but like I said, James is a real life friend and mentor of mine, it is a fluff free mini course, there is nothing that he tries to sell, uh, and he's just an incredible human being, he's got a multiple seven figure business, he and his team are amazing, he is a business and marketing wizard, and this free mini course is good, I am actually, implementing the stuff that I learned in this mini course for my own business. So if you would like to get your hands on it, do it as soon as possible. Cause like I said, don't know how long he's gonna be letting me give this to you for free. Uh, It's normally $197, but go to the show notes below this episode and there will be a link for it. So to grab the mini course, go to the show notes below and click on the link. Now, if you're like me and don't know how to view the show notes, because I used to always get confused as to how to view the show notes, all you gotta do is open up the episode. So if you're on your phone, Open up the app that is, of course, playing this podcast episode right now. Click on the episode so that it opens full screen on your phone. And then just scroll down. So once the episode is open on your phone, scroll Scroll down and right below the like little icon with the play buttons is gonna be the show notes and you can click and grab that mini course. Or if you're listening on my website, it's of course gonna be below in the blog post. But it is freaking fantastic, super high quality, and it will move the needle for you in your business if you actually do it. All right, my friend, that is it for today. I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you did, you know I love to hear from you. I am over on the Instagram, so reach out to me there. I genuinely love to hear from you. Send me a DM, uh, screenshot this episode, share it in your story, share a takeaway, do whatever, but I would love to hear from you. I am at wonderless. All right, well, that is all for today, and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode